This is The Believer's Response with Althea Nbamidele. Welcome to our podcast, where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Let's chat. Hello, everybody. Hey, sis. Hi, sis. <laughs> How are you? I am doing very well. Wonderful. A little sleepy, but I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> it's a beautiful day for a nap. I mean, I know. I some, know. People like, some people don't like to hear that and like to hear when I talk about sleeping, but it's essential. You need your sleep. Yes. You need to rest. Yes. So, you know, you can be bright and effervescent yes. as you so, normally are. Yes. So, but you know the wound. Mm-hmm. Body no be wood at indeed. all. Indeed, <laughs> you like you like my uh like my accent. major accent. <laughs> I've been practicing. Anyway, <laughs> jack of all trades. I will master many. So, amen. amen. Let us begin. We're gonna start off first by greeting you, fellow believers. How yes, are you today? Hope you are well. We, are we welcome great. you back on to this uh, next episode of the Believers Response. Mm podcast with your sisters in Christ, myself, Althea, and Bami Dele. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I, I said it like that, so that's why she said yo, yo, yo at the end of this. It's like, Bami Dele. She's so funny. Alright, so, thank you for coming, rejoining us again, and as always, share our episodes. Let us know on our Instagram page what has been blessing you so we can share the blessings with others. You know, we overcome by the uh, blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. Yes. So remember, when you share your blessings, you testify. Testify. Go on and testify. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what's been blessing us for this past week or even if it's not a week. What's this, what's blessing you for this season, sis? Uh, it's funny. It's just the joy of, you know, uh, seeing beauty. I don't know. I was, I was just thinking, okay, what's been blessing? And that's what came to my spirit. I've been that's able... So it, yeah, it's like I've been... <laughs> it's like I see things in color more now. Like, I see when I see people, you look more beautiful. What? And it's just not limited to one person. Like, I see... I want to see. It's this like my too. eyes draw out the beauty in people now. I don't know. Wow. Maybe it's a face, but I want it to to be no, longer. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is good. So it's like you have a renewed vision. Yes, I'm, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm seeing, and I'm joy. I'm more joyful. I noticed. Mm. More joyful, more playful, and I want that. So I, wonder, I worship God with more zest. Amen. And, that's what know, I was going to ask you. What's the connection? And I kind of feel like that's like the god factor yeah of course it yeah. is yeah i i am tr- still trying to trace it <laughs> like mm-hmm. what happened <laughs> like i watch him go with abandon now like i'm just i know i saw <laughs> listen people <laughs> this girl all, the, all in worship on the altar takes her hat off and starts waving it to jesus in the air on resurrection day i was like huh but guess what that was the spirit that we needed, that spirit to set that place. And then there was a prophecy right after that. Mm-hmm. So thank you, listen, Jesus. open heavens. Amen. So yeah. yeah, I'm seeing more beauty. Like when I look at my husband, I'm like, ah, ah, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> And then my kids, everybody, I'm like, it's beautiful. It's just fine. What's going on? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What's so. a bobo anyway? Bobo is guy. Okay. I, I, yeah, I thought so, bobo, but yeah. 
that's like, so cool. Yeah. Ensemble bobo. Like a lady is a baby. <laughs> oh, a baby? Oh, baby. <laughs> okay. Oh, my <laughs> See, we're getting all the lingo now with oh, all her, yeah. her conviviality right now. She's just bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> I'm blessed by your blessing. I, I feel God. encouraged mm. to want to be more, you know, seeing things in color. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, okay, for me, what was blessing me for this season is actually Resurrection Day. Yes. I just remember being so happy. Yes. Like, you know, that just recently passed. Maybe um, it's Resurrection Day. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> restoration. You know, That every- day I was so happy, like. Me too. I'm like, Wait, am I the only one? You mean one not happy? What's up with you? I felt the same way. I was like, hey, you know, but I was in my mind. I was envisioning that. Okay, this is what's happening now. Jesus is they're, they're um tormenting him. They're walking him to the cross. That day um, he rose. Yeah, just, and I just I felt for him, like you know, like wow, like but yes, I knew what he was getting ready to do. Mm. So that part excited me. Like, it was just kind of like a solemn but yet exciting feeling at the same time. Like, oh, yeah. wow. But on that uh, Sunday, it's a happy day because he rose. Yes! He, he rose. rose up from the grave. Yes! He arose. That's that, um, that him. Him, yes. <laughs> I oh, love that thank one. You, Jesus. Yes. So just that whole resurrection day and 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 the, the whole and connecting to uh, res, uh, res, res, resurrection covenants and promises yes. and connecting to restoration and connecting to the fact that he died so that we could live connecting to the mm-hmm. fact that by his stripes we are healed yes. not just physically but spiritually that he overcame the grave he yes. overcame death and he overcame the devil himself yes. all of that was just so like filling me up with so much like you know so much I, I, is it power power right can i say power yeah i was filled with power okay yeah, yeah i was filled i was filled strength. up mm-hmm. strength uh, i like that word the better power seems kind of like is your strength that amen. joy gives strength amen. amen so i was joying in resurrection day and i was just there i was like hey <laughs> jesus <laughs> let's go so anyway <laughs> we hope you were blessed too by re- i mean it just happened to all of us anyway mm-hmm. hopefully you were blessed by that day and just tap into that whole you know and it's every day even though we we set mm-hmm. out that day to rejoice to, yes. to remember but ever since he arose it's a celebration of mm-hmm. every day and the fact that we are saved Mm-hmm. It's an everyday celebration. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. So let us know on our Instagram what has been blessing you. And we will share it with the fellow believers and also subscribe. And you share too. Don't be a blessing hoarder. Share the blessings and testify. Yes, please. <laughs>
Paul Pilate. You're welcome. Welcome. Oh, good evening. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're welcome. She's gonna make her the kiddiest. I don't know. I know. Let me. Go and back. she hates Bring me in. a lot. Too. Bring me in. Bring me in. Okay. Come on, Sammy. All right. So you ready for our topic, Brother Paul? Yes, I, I believe so. Awesome. Okay. So he's been briefed, just so you know, people. And before we get into the topic, let's just talk a little bit about what it is. Our topic title is hypergamy. Hypergamy. Is that a thing? So if you've never heard of it before, as I had never heard of it until my sister brought me the topic and I and I kept messing it up the whole for the whole week that we were hegemony, the week, what did you call it? Hegemony, hypogamy. Just a whole bunch of different things I was saying until I finally did my notes and it was like, okay, now I got it. So what is it really? It's actually a common practice. And a lot of times it's happening behind the scenes and people don't really, there's they don't know the terminology for what it is. So they just call it, you know, it's like marrying up or, you know, in very impolite terms, gold digging. As they call these women gold diggers because they want to be with somebody that's at a better socioeconomic uh, standing than they are. So we have hypogamy uh, on a social aspect. We have it socioeconomically. We have it spiritually, which is the one we're going to be focusing on today because this is the believer's response. So we have to focus on the spiritual aspect of it. So how does that relate to us as believers? Yes. So being in a hypogamous relationship it, as a believer, is basically marrying someone that you feel is more spiritually established than you are, or stable, or they have more fruit or evidence of the fact that they are walking in Christ. So you marry this person because you feel like, you know, this is something that you admire about them. Being in a hypergamous relationship of any kind is because one partner is, in, or I should say they admire these things about the person that they're with. So it's not so much, um, and the, well, the gold digging part is where they they, they want the money, but <laughs> they want the benefits. And also we see benefits to being in a relationship in that's hypergamous, you know, especially if you're with somebody from the spiritual aspect as a believer, you see that this person can help you to kind of bring yourself up, you know, spiritually. So this is, you know, I'm just giving you the terminology and, and, and defining it. That's it. So we're going to get into what we think a little bit after this you know, related to this terminology. So, you know, my disclaimer, like I said before, is that this is the first time that I've even heard of it. And I know a lot of words. So I was, I, I, I felt challenged. <laughs> so, um, you know, our guest is here and he's going to give us some, you know, some concept. He's going to elucidate on a lot of the concepts that we talk about related to hypergamy. So before he goes, however, I want to say just a couple of things and then I guess like um, based on what we converse about then you know you can offer us your opinion brother Paul or okay. your insight I think insight is a better word mm. yes so you know as far as I see hypergamy I see it as an opportunity unfortunately for some people and you know you can chip in to create an exclusive type of situation so where they can start to make exclusivity instead of inclusivity in the body of Christ. So we're supposed to be brothers and sisters before we even marry. So being that we're brothers and sisters, you're involved in a fellowship. Um, the whole point of it is to try to build each other up anyway. So iron sharpening iron. And I'm going to read from Hebrews 10, um, 24 to 25. 
it says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So with that in mind, you know, before you get into a relationship, I don't feel as though hypergamy or, or being hy- hypergamous should be in the forefront of a believer's mind, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, the whole point is for us to be together, right? To encourage each other's faith, to build each other up. So it says that even in 1 Corinthians 12, 14 and 15, even so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being a part of the body. So we shouldn't be exclusive. I don't believe in making exclusive caste systems or anything that can keep people out. You know, and I see, you know, keeping hypergamy in the forefront of your mind or seeking to involve yourself in hypergamous relationships, keeping that in the forefront of your mind excludes a lot of people. You know, people can improve while others backslide. God forbid, God forbid, mm-hmm. you know, hard in the, with God, hard work pays off. You know, that's just the way, I, that's the way I see it. And it's proven in the Bible because it says, um, Jer- yes, Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. So with that diligence in seeking God, you you are bound to improve. And I, I should say, what do you call a purpose partner? Purpose partner? Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I just like that word. I'm going to steal it, Brother Paul. So <laughs> Or borrow, actually. You know, before I met my purpose partner, I was I, I can I can say that he was very like I, I looked at him and I said okay wow he's really advanced and I try to train you know get myself up to that level at the same time you know so being um mindful of the fact that others others can improve and you can actually I mean, you can't disprove because that's not a word but you can you know unintentionally lose gains that you've gained over time will stop you from trying to make that you know that connection like I, I want to be with somebody that's better than better is relative to whatever situation or circumstance a person is going through. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, oftentimes, but we hope with it with Christ that we'll have the strength to press onward through and to prevail through every certain situation. So I'm gonna just like stop right there and kind of slide the the topic on over. I'm gonna pass it over to you, Brother Paul. You know, um, so to just kind of get your insight. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for having me once again. Well, you're welcome. My own is if, if someone is not genuinely sold out to God it's 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 I mean a lot of us we we, we, we have that that innate ability to just you know you want to you want someone better someone that makes more money than you someone that is more spiritual than you someone with more that that their moral value is like on the eye side mm-hmm. you know it's very easy to fall into that trap like oh someone must be must be must, must look a certain way mm-hmm. so I, I i i believe that it's it's natural for us to think that way for every man to want to spiritually or whether you know social economic status you or said whatever. to want to marry up is that what you said yeah spiritually oh, okay. yeah you know mm-hmm. or talk about social economic status that you want someone that's you know probably making six figures better okay mm-hmm. yeah something better is always or the it's woman. always been it's always been something that has always been in us as human beings you know you want oh, so are you saying, 
are you saying this as um in the perspective of the man or generally just generally no no i'm talking about man as man and woman like the way god created us you know so you know there's always it's always been that that yearning in everybody to always want to get to that next level you know like if you if you have a car now and you feel like oh i'm making more money now let me get another car even though there's nothing wrong with that car that you're driving now but because you're making more money you know like oh let me get a mercedes let me get a bmw you know there's always like there's always that yearning of wanting more that's what i call it wanting more you know inside every one of us you know but now when the holy spirit comes in it reigns you in a bit you know when it comes to when you know there are people that you know they just want to marry up maybe economically or what have you but when we are now when we now bring it to the spiritual aspect of it you know there is nothing wrong in wanting to marry someone that's spiritual if that if that's you know who god wants to marry but at the same time i don't think that should be the the focus because sometimes you know i i i believe like sister Atia, you know quoted um i think proverbs on 27 17 if i'm not mistaken it, iron sharpness iron right mm, but okay. a dull iron will not sharpen another dull iron mm. <laughs> that's true you know and it, and, and and you never sharpen an iron with a wood correct you know? So, you know, guess what? If I'm if, if if I'm spiritual and my wife is not spiritual and I'm praying that she will come up and she's not coming up, guess what? It's only a matter of time be- before that becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so if she's, even if she's not up there like me, but if she's at least, you know, moving up, see, that's when, you know, I'll be able to sharpen her or she will be able to sharpen me. Then we'll move up together. You know, mm-hmm. so... You know, I, 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 you know, I think we just have to find the balance. What is, what is the, you know, is God leading me, or is, or am I leading myself? You know, well, let me, let me jump in from there, and then you can, you can pick it up. From, um, so I have it in my notes that what God wants or requires of us is neither hypogamy or hypergamy, whatever, you know, we call it. Like you said, it shouldn't be our focus, right? Mm-hmm. But what God is asking is that we should do His will. So if he says marry this guy, whether he's more spiritual or not, if he says marry this woman, whether she's more spiritual or not, now we're not talking to go outside of God, not to marry a non-believer. But if the person is a believer Mm -hmm. and God is saying, marry this person, then if it's his will, he knows how he will work it out that each person, each party will be able to carry their weight in the relationship. But if... We are the ones going outside of our own, you know, from our, you know, just coming up with ideas from our own heads. And we're saying, oh, because this brother is very spirit, Coco, uh, he will be a very good husband. Or this sister is very, ah, she's so prayerful. She's so active in church. Ah, she must be the right one for me. Then we are getting it wrong because then that is hypergamy mm-hmm. playing out. Yes. Yeah. Spiritually in quotes, but then is God in it. Because a lot of people marry because of that. Oh, because the person is so prayerful. Not really because God has said it, but because you just see them, they are all active in church. You know, you think you're marrying up spiritually in that sense. So you put the pieces together in your own mind. In your own mind. Not asking yep. what is God saying in that aspect. And, um, you know, we all know this Bible verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 15 says, 
don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship do righteousness and iniquity have? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? What agreement does Christ have with Belial? Or what portion does a believer have with an unbeliever? So we see here that there is no, there's no agreement. The only, the only um, uh, ground that we have to say, okay, God, is this person right? Is this person wrong? Is still as a believer. It's still, if the person, I'm a believer and the person is a believer, then we can say, and it's not just even bound to, if we, if we don't want to keep it, even though we're talking about hypergamy, but in terms of relationship generally, in terms of partnerships generally, it shouldn't just be limited to, um, uh, my, my, uh, what am I trying to say? Is that the person has to be a believer. Our partnerships, just so we are, we know that we are under God's protection or under God's agreement with that thing, it has to be a believer to a believer. Or else, then any problem that comes up, would you expect it? Because you're both unequally yeah. yoked. And then, you know, um, this is the, probably the only thing I'm probably going to contribute to this, is also, you know, the only exception that I saw in the Bible is Hosea chapter 1, verse 2. When God told Hosea to marry a prostitute mm-hmm. and it says the beginning of the word of the lord by Hosea, and the lord said to Hosea, go take unto thee a wife of wardens that's a, a harlot yes and children of wardens for the land had committed great order departing from the lord mm-hmm. so i see this more as a symbolic um thing act of god. than yeah act of god than an actual thing that happened but anyway, as it is in the Bible, that's what the Bible says, that God told this prophet to go and marry a prostitute. So that's, this is the only, her. exactly. Yeah. So on our, like condoning people to marry prostitutes. Bless you. Yeah. So God is not saying, <laughs> oh yeah, brother, because you are Jim Jim, you can convert a prostitute, you are going to marry her. No. And, <laughs> and, and, also, and also, most times, the Bible says that God always, you know, uses that little things to confuse the mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, the foolish and, thing. And, and and most times the things that looks like you know a foolish thing to us as human beings, that's what God would bring something out of. You know, like yes. oh, people people say, Oh, can anything good come out of Nazareth? But mm-hmm. Christ came out of Nazareth. Yes. That's why it was, yes. it was hard for people to accept him. Yes. Because yes. Like, oh, that Nazareth is coming from Nazareth? No. Mm, no. You know, so so mo- mo- most times God God will use little things to teach us lessons, things that most times we just look down on. So and and, and that's the place of being spiritually sensitive to see what God is doing or what God is communicating to you as a person. True, true, and you know I think we we already established that we shouldn't make hypergamy or whatever our focus. It shouldn't be what God is saying should be the center of our thoughts of it all. Of it all. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, this is what I want. You know, I put it in my note that generally none of us want a liability. You don't want no, anybody no, no, no. that you always be pulling and dragging. <laughs> but then we still have to listen to what God is saying. Everybody, to tell the truth, everybody wants hypergamy. <laughs> It's so the question is, is it a thing? It is absolutely a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> Brother Paul, is yeah. it a thing? Yeah, is it? Oh, it, it, I'm, it's Even in the Christendom. 
I'm absolutely even in the Christian dom. You see, I mean, in my own case, like when my when I met my wife, I was I I didn't look right. I wasn't you know I'm not <laughs> six feet tall. You know? <laughs> And she ran away from me. So, oh, <laughs> but because but I, and and when I when when I spoke to her, like oh, I I wasn't beating around the bush. I knew what God God told me before I left the house. So she thought I was cocky, you know, like <laughs> oh, you know, you like you know I you know I just want to ask you, you know, if you want to be my. I mean, I the way I said it, I was so sure. <laughs> Like oh, you like to be my wife? Like he was looking at me like this brother. That is was exactly crazy. what he said. Like, <laughs> like he was what? Looking at me like, like that. <laughs> he was looking at me like this brother is crazy. But I was so <laughs> sure because the Holy Spirit told me before I left the house. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, you can do all your perambulating or whatever, or or cut me off on social media or whatever. You you when God when you are totally convinced, you will come back to me or we'll meet somehow. <laughs> And you know, God just play, everything just played out, you know. Wow. But yeah, so no nobody wants to marry a liability, whether financially, spiritually, or whatever. You know, you don't want to marry someone that will become your prayer point. Like literally, exactly. like you're like, oh, oh God, just help him. You know, like because after yeah. a while, the, the human tendency is you get tired. Like I've been praying, but this man is not moving, or this lady is not moving. She's not. There's no improvement or anything. You know, but it works when at least the two of you are coming up. You know, mm-hmm. when you are even spiritually, when you're building, you're you're building each other. That that's when it works. Yes. You know, that's when you see all these powerful men in ministries. A lot of a lot of them, their wives have been with them from the beginning when they were when they were nothing. Thank you, Lord. You look at Bishop C.D. Jakes. I mean, the wife will mm-hmm. go paint the paint houses with with him. Look at um, Bishop Oyedepo. The wife was driving around in a in a in a beat down Volkswagen Beetle. Wow! You know, you. you see all these great men of God from the beginning, mm-hmm. before they you know, you know, before all these big congregation and and and, and 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 aircraft and all these things. They you know, they, they their wives are they, they were with them from the beginning. They labored together. You know, so mm-hmm. now when you see them, you don't despise that because mm-hmm. you, you see the story, you see the labor. You know, and in those situations, that these women did not marry up. Some of them married down. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like according to how it was then. Yes, at the time. In so the then, case, you know, this question. Yes, in the case of Bishop uh, Depot, he only had like almost like a diploma, and the wife had a had a bachelor or something. So, that, wow. so it was, yeah. and she was coming from an an, an an affluent family. So that was her marrying down not marrying up and then being a pastor wasn't celebrated yeah see so you know this is my question brother paul yes you know i know i've said before um that you know it shouldn't be your focus yeah looking looking to marry up or looking to see you know mm-hmm. what you can benefit from a relationship shouldn't be your focus but we all know that you know you want somebody like you said that's not a liability <laughs> so we i think we can agree on that point mm-hmm. so now you're with a person you're in a relationship let's say marriage because these are the ones we're talking about because you've listened to this as well (laughs) this podcast and you see your spouse your purpose partner is lagging in some way spiritually you know so then how do you then fill that gap you know or should you just you know 
uh, just give them time and space to build themselves back up? Or do you now see like, okay, this is the place where I get to step in now. And, you know, like we said before, iron sharpening iron. Mm. I, I, I believe that that's why you don't marry someone that is not open to constructive criticism or just, uh, you don't have that line of communication is not there. You know? Mm. One of them, but suppose you marry them now. <laughs> Because I like that your question. No, I mean <laughs> that's like, true. What if you? I mean, you're already hooked. What do you do? Because your wife, your your wife should be like someone that should be able to hold you accountable, or your husband should be someone that should be able to hold you accountable. Like my wife has a way of calling me out spiritually when I when when she knows this guy is off. You know, and me mostly if I if I if I can be extremely honest, I tend to lag spiritually when I'm broke. <laughs> I think that's the case for men because yeah, my dad I, was like that. Yeah, I think I because yeah. you know I, I I don't like to be in a position where I, I have to look up to people like oh can you lend me a thousand dollars like I don't like to be in that position. I don't it doesn't I don't feel good spiritually. Like when it comes mm. I don't I don't like to beg. I don't like mm. to be at the mercy of any man. Like oh you know can you can you lend me a thousand dollars i need to pay my rent or i need to feed my kids and my wife like i just don't so sometimes it weighs on my mind and that affects you spiritually it gets nothing so most times i have to like snap back into reality like oh oh, no i'm going too far with this you know Uh, see that's the place of having that that help yeah oh yeah oh yeah to help you so even if you're because the point i was trying to make earlier on is that sometimes it's like a sliding rule mm-hmm. you may be up now exactly. and and some you know based on situations of mm-hmm. life you fall down a little mm-hmm. bit and then that's when your purpose partner comes yep. up i like that sis. I'm gonna can i can it. i can i share <laughs> something with you guys that i think god has blessed my wife with she like go ahead so just brag on she, her you know she has this this fiery side where it's like oh oh you know my husband let's do this let's pray we haven't done this we haven't done that but the thing with me is when we start praying i feel the presence of god quicker than her <laughs> it's but that's the beautiful thing i feel it. like i'm the starter i'm the starter like let's go let's yeah, go this, this, that's this, like the, the little fire she likes the little fire but once we get it going She's, sometimes she's, she's surprised that oh, that doesn't take like me once i start worshiping the next minute i'm i'm all i'm i'm all there like yeah, i can feel the presence it doesn't take wow. much to to get me going spiritually you know but she's like my fire you need people wow. like that in your life that must that person must yeah. be your husband or your wife so exactly and that's and a blessing you know Mm. you know and it could be the other way around as well like the the husband could be the starter and the wife could be the one sustaining me you get what i'm saying yes i get that but Mm -hmm. for a time i understand that Mm because like as brother paul just shared there's sometimes like when he's broke he's not on top of the world Mm -hmm. and he doesn't feel like his he feels Mm -hmm. spiritually out of balance i think if i can coin it yes spiritually yes out of balance so now then um wifey comes in and ignites that fire but then at the time now when it turns and she's out of balance then he has to come in and ignite that fire too. And, yeah and it, it may not be a day it may not be a week 
it may be a right. month. Mm-hmm. I mean, God forbid, it may be two months, God forbid. Mm-hmm. But however long you have to acknowledge that. That's why I was kind of trying to say that the hypergamy mm-hmm. point of you know, view you is know, flawed. In, I yep. I see. In my own, in, in my own case, but I can please come in. Sorry for cutting off. Yeah, no, in my fine. own case, like I'm not one of those like I don't have the same temperament like my wife, right? I'm more laid back. You know, mm-hmm. but when I know she's you know, she's in like some kind of spiritual funk, I'm not the ones that like, <laughs> oh let's pray, let's pray. Sometimes I'm I'm a teacher. So sometimes it might be maybe we're just having casual conversations in the kitchen and I just throw out something. And she's like, mm, 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 mm. or maybe we don't. Maybe we just having a devotion or something. I'll just draw something, and that might be. Just yeah. So yeah. So most times, it's not about oh, let's let's, let's get down. Let let's lay down. I'm not one of those. Like I'm not too. Like my own is not my own kind of spirituality. I'm not that expressive. You know. So, but that doesn't mean I'm not spiritual. But I'm just not like right in your face kind of uh, spiritual person. I'm in your face. God. I think I'm, I'm an in-your-face person too. But so I, I appreciate this insight because now it's kind of like, okay, you don't always have to come like, did we did you yeah, pray? Yeah. Let us pray. Let us, you know, it could be something like, like you said, like you're a teacher, like ask a question. Like, so what do you think about such and such and such? And that will get the person thinking along those yep. lines. Wow. God bless you, Brother Paul. Amen. <laughs> And, and and his wife says, <laughs> if you be blessed, if he be lifted up, I be lifted up. Yes, Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Okay. So this was a really interesting topic. I mean, I kind of feel like we definitely need to get into it a little bit mm-hmm. more, you know, and it was such a pleasure to even have you oh, on thank here you. for the little bit of time. Yes, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm blessed. Like, I'm taking something away from this. Right? Me it's, too. I, I'm, I'm Clara on some things. <laughs> this was a little bit, you know, uh, nice, um, nice. just nice to get a male perspective, but then also, you know, a man of God as, as well. Oh, Amen. So we thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for your time. You're very welcome. <laughs> Will you honor our invitation a second time? Oh, sure awesome thank so you, thank, you. <laughs> thank you so we'll we'll uh, have you back again as our honored guest purpose partner for life <laughs> for Bami Dele. um <laughs> so thank you and we hope that you were blessed even by this conversation about hypergamy mm-hmm. we hope you you know were able to take away something from it as well you know because we always pray before the show brother paul that you know everything that we do here um, will be a blessing to us as yes. we're doing it, and yes. you know, never, never a reproach. So we'll pray the same prayer for you as well, too. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. So we've come to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it, people. <laughs> this episode, please, as you listen, remember to share the episode. If you hear something that's been a blessing to you, share it with somebody else that you that you may think you may not even realize that they may need to hear mm-hmm. this word i've done it so many times sharing these episodes and they're like wow this is something that i need to hear so please share um like and then also subscribe yes please okay and remember as we say here brother paul on the believer's response mm-hmm. as you remain in him and be victorious thank you hello because that's <laughs> the believer's response say it brother paul that's the believer's response that's the believer's response Thank you.
<laughs> have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.